President Trump earlier this week asked Congress to help the executive branch tackle something that's not often mentioned during a State of the Union address, namely federal employee accountability. He called out the Veterans Affairs Department and the success it's had with the VA Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act. Trump says he wants to expand the authorities in that law to other agencies. But it took Congress years to find a path for that bill. Federal News Radio's Nicola Grisco joins me now and says passing the new accountability legislation might be easier said than done. And Nicole, why don't we start with what's in that VA Accountability Act and what it took to get it over the line? Yeah, well, it took several years for Congress to really figure out what it was going to do with that whole issue. Just to recap, Congress passed the VA uh, Access Choice and Accountability Act back in 2014. VA said we have a lot of problems with this bill. It's not working the way we intended as far as firing senior executives goes. And so, you know, Congress looked at attempting to pass new accountability legislation for years. It took them all of 2015, all of 2016. They couldn't figure it out in 2016, punted the issue to 2017. We came back a couple months into that year and suddenly it seemed like members of Congress had figured this issue out. And just to remind uh, listeners, you know, what's actually in that bill. I mean, the whole premise is that it shortens the amount of time that you as an employee would have to respond to a disciplinary action, shortens the grievance process. Rank and file employees can still go through the Merit Systems Protection Board, but takes a little bit shorter of a time than maybe under the previous versions of this. For senior executives, you no longer have access to MSPB. You actually essentially sit through a jury of your peers who will kind of look at your appeal and your case and make a decision from there. And we should say that's a provision they borrowed from Section 53 that applies to the medical staff as opposed to Title V that applies to normal senior executives that are not medical. Yeah. And, you know, I think that provision is probably one of the more controversial ones because, you know, shortening timeframes for some of this stuff. Okay, that's great. But as far as, you know, no longer going to the MSPB and just hearing from your peers, you know, what they think of you and what happened to you, I mean, that could bring up some kind of sticky questions and situations there. Yeah, because that peer review was originally engineered because of medical issues where other doctors could say, well, I would have handled this operation this way or he forgot to inject the person with that before they did X, Y, Z procedure. In these administrative matters, it's a lot fuzzier. Right. I mean, if you took a relocation bonus and your colleague doesn't think you should have taken that relocation bonus, it's probably not going to end up maybe the same way that it would have been, you know, under different circumstances. Sure. And it also strengthened whistleblowers. It did. It created a new office. And that office was uh, mentioned in an executive order that Donald Trump uh, passed last year. And it pretty much just codified that office and, um, you know, put some some people and some leadership behind it. All right. And so what does the history then tell us about getting these types of laws passed? It's a lot of tinkering. Yeah. I mean, we have seen, you know, just time and again, different bills that have come up that pretty much suggest the same kinds of things, either getting rid of the MSPB for senior executives, shortening timeframes, the same general theme. And not many of these bills have frankly passed. I mean, if we think about uh, one is uh, the one example is the PAGE Act. And uh, that came up this past year. The full title of it is the Promote Accountability and Government Efficiency Act. And this one might be the most extreme, and it would essentially make all new federal hires at will, which means you could be removed, suspended without notice or right to appeal or for really any cause at all. That's what the legislation says. And, you know, uh, the the bill was introduced by Congressman Todd Rakita, 
uh, last summer never went anywhere. You know, if we think about a few others, the Senior Executive Service Accountability Act, this one came up quite a bit. It essentially um, would extend some of these VA issues that we've been talking about to all senior executives throughout the government. That has passed the House several times, but just hasn't made it to the Senate. Yeah, I guess the personnel system as it exists under Title V is like a violin, and people don't play it very well, but replacing it with a French horn may not solve the problem. <laughs> I get, Yeah, I think that works. I think that analogy works, actually. And yeah, I think, you know, in talking to some federal employee groups after the State of the Union, you know, their reaction has been, we don't need new authorities. We just need people to use them better and learn how to use them better. And as far as whether or not Congress is equipped to help agencies do that, I mean, that kind of remains to be seen. I think their tactic so far has been, well, let's go after specific agencies with specific scandals. If we think about GSA, there was a GSA Accountability Act uh, there multiple times, you know, looking at the IRS with issues with Lois Lerner and that whole situation. Again, a lot of bills never really went anywhere targeting the IRS and ways to make senior executives specifically more accountable. We're speaking with Federal News Radio's Nicola Grisco. And also during the State of the Union, the president mentioned how many people had been fired from VA during the first year of his tenure. And those numbers got the VA fired up. And now there's all sorts of numbers being shot across. Yeah, there's a lot of conflicting numbers as far as the firing goes. And I have to say, there's there's only one agency right now that is very, uh, you know, happy to tell you about how many people it's fired within the past year. Uh, so we'll, you know, leave that as it is. But so VA fired 1,737 people since that Accountability Act was passed. Uh, the president signed it into law at the end of June. So that number includes about, uh, you know, it's 1,046 removals. And then 691 people who basically didn't make the cut during their probationary period. Most federal employees have about a year to essentially prove themselves, you know, before being considered full-time federal employees. The total for the year for calendar 2017, 2,537 people. If you look at 2016, they fired 2,001 people. And that includes 983 removals and 1,018 probationary removals. So, yes, they are firing more people, it looks like. Well, the question really is, you know, what is a normal firing rate that you would have in a high-performing organization? I mean, the VA has more than 300,000 employees. That puts it on, as I I discussed this with Don Kettle of the University of Maryland, longtime policy Mm -hmm. professor and public management professor. And take another company that's that big, say Ford Motor Company. I don't know. They've got around a couple of hundred thousand employees. How many do they fire every year? Figures very hard to find. Yeah, well, VA is the only one, it seems, that is publicly announcing these numbers in, you know, biweekly reports, I think. And you're right, VA is the second largest federal agency. I think it's about 370,000 people. That's a lot of people. And, you know, if they're firing around 2,000 people a year, well, you know, who are those people? What kind of jobs do they have? That's what we don't know. Yes. Are they gardeners or and bricklayer, you know, maintenance people in the buildings or are they heart surgeons? Well, you know, they do actually post that information. They say, you know, janitor, custodian. That's right. They do post it. That started um, late last year. Yes. VA medical center director. And most the bulk of those firings are, you know, people who are at the lower end of the general schedule, you know, we do see some senior leaders on there. It's unclear what their positions are. They're simply listed senior leader. Well, I guess if they fire a heart surgeon or someone at that level, you know, brain scan type of person, 
you really would like to find out where that person ends up so you can stay away from that place, too. Right. That is another tricky issue with VA that they're not budging on, I think. Well, that's a subject for another day. Federal News Radio's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her ongoing coverage at federalnewsradio.com.